Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear friend. Thanks for listening to the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast. I'm Stephanie Stevens, and I am, as always, so honored to spend a few minutes of your day with you. Thank you for letting me. Thank you for sharing, rating, and subscribing to this podcast. I really do appreciate that. And I know it just takes about 30 seconds. And yet most people really don't take the time to do it. So if you would, I would be so, so, so grateful. Thank you. Also, thank you to my partners at Aniva who provide whole food supplementation. It is whole food, cold-pressed liquid vitamins, minerals in the forms of all fruits and vegetables. It's just the good stuff. It's clean, it's pure, and it's very effective. When you're ready to order, just go to Aniva.com, E-N-I-V-A, Dot com and type in the code Pure Health. That will save you 10 bucks on your first order. P-U-R-E-H-E-A-L-T-H. All right, today let's talk about the rough stuff. Let's talk about the hard days, the hard days. If you are a parent or somebody who cares for a loved one with special needs, then I'm talking to you. And if you're somebody who isn't caring for someone with special needs or an elderly parent or perhaps sibling, uh, you may be one day. I talk a lot about encouraging families and encouraging people who are in this type of situation because I do believe you are an earth angel. I believe that you have something on the inside of you that allows you to do this kind of work. It's something that heaven gave you. It is something that your creator wove onto the inside of you and created as a means to provide in this dimension on this earth for those who require special care. And yet, let's be really, really honest. It's not easy. In fact, there are some days where it's harder than others. And I want to encourage you because while I talk about very positive and encouraging things, the truth is... There are days that are really difficult for me as well. And yesterday was one of those days. And it was because a couple of realities started to sink in for me in a way that scared me. They just, they caused me to panic just a bit. Here's what happened. I'll explain. Well, I was at the farmer's market with my son and he's my earth angel with a diagnosis of autism. Now, I don't say Ben has autism. I don't walk around and say that. I don't position it in that way. And I'll tell you why. Number one, we don't really know what autism is. We know that it's a neurological developmental disability, but that's about it. Every person is different. Every single solitary boy, girl, man, woman who presents with the symptomology known as autism is, is different, very different. So it's, it's really hard to pinpoint. The point is I don't like labels. So I just avoid them at all costs because really I want to allow the space for any and everyone's full potential to come forth at all times. And I think when we pigeonhole people with diagnosis, we rob them of that. We take that and we strip that away from them. And I'm not going to be responsible for doing that. My son is presenting with these special needs. I care for him. He's my son. So of course I care for him. And there are some days that that is more challenging. And I took him to the farmer's market and I was actually working there. And I sponsor our local farmer's market. I love it so very much. We have friends there. We have people we buy things from every single week that we go. It's really an amazing community venture. And yet 
were there for several hours. And so at some point, sometimes my son gets agitated. Sometimes the lighting, the noise, the number of people, all of those can affect and become a factor in his experience. And that particular day, he was becoming really edgy and he was starting to kind of escalate. And every time I was talking to somebody, it felt like he would stand up and jump in and get really close to my face and start asking me really perseverative questions. And I could just feel myself getting really, really frustrated because I haven't asked him several times when I'm talking to people, when I'm talking to customers, you really have to, you really have to wait. You have to wait till mom's all done. And we've gone through this so many times. He's 26. So you can imagine how many times we've had this conversation. And yet something was really kind of agitating him. And he was in this escalated, heightened sort of anxious state And I was feeling it and I was trying to calm him down. And every single time I said something in an attempt to calm him or to divert his attention or redirect, I found myself get hot. I felt that kind of that flash of frustration rush through my face and surge through my body. And you know what started to happen? I started to spiral in my thinking and I started to think to myself, oh my God, this may never end. I I don't know if I'll ever get the chance to just be here and work without having to also try to manage his escalated behavior or his sensory defensiveness, depending on you know how loud it is, how sunny it is, how hot it is, how cool it is, how loud, how noisy, all of those things. And I want to make sure to let you know, he usually does really, really well. He does phenomenally well in situations like this. We have been through so many years and even decades of practice. It wasn't pretty when he was a kid, I'll tell you. Going just about anywhere in public was potentially a disaster for all of us. He would scream and cry. I would cry. Everybody would cry. It was really messy Um, and it was hard. But he's older now. And so things have dramatically changed and he usually does really well. I couldn't pinpoint what the factors were here. That was also a frustration to me. But I started thinking along that spiraled line of thought, like, what if this doesn't change? And I don't know how to really handle this. And and what if we get to a place where he really does start to spiral or escalate and I don't know how to bring him down? And what if something happens to me and he needs care? And then I started thinking, how can I ever age How will I ever be able to grow old? And what if at some point I need care and yet he also needs care? I need to care for him. Who will care for him if I can't do all of the things for him that I'm always used to doing? And on and on it went. Just watch that thing spiral. Woo, just like the water swirling around a toilet bowl. I mean, it just spun and kept on sinking. And it took me out for just a little while. We wrapped it up at the farmer's market. We came home. I made him food. We sat down and ate. And then I sat down and I looked out the window and I had to take a minute. And I had to let myself get emotional. And I had to let myself just cry and ask myself those questions and remind myself that this job is not an easy one. And yet, can you imagine what it would be to be him? Can you imagine what it would be like to be inside of a body that would not allow you to accurately regulate the environment around you so that you felt so out of control 
that you didn't really know how to express or communicate your needs or what was going on with you or how you were feeling, what would that be like? It would be like being in a prison where your mind is generating all these thoughts like yours and mine. And yet that verbal processing and that, that ability to communicate is shut down and limited in a way that only causes frustration to you. You imagine being in that place? I can't. And every time I start feeling sorry for myself or wondering like, how am I going to do this forever? I start thinking about my earth angel and I start thinking about what it must be like to be him and what it must be like to be dragged around by me doing all of the things that we do and staying so busy and being out and about and very active. You know, he comes along and has a great attitude and engages those things in our lives as well. And so it is my honor to reciprocate. It is my honor to provide for him. It is my honor to bring him joy and happiness in any ways I possibly can. But the reality, my friend, is if you are in these situations, you have to give yourself space. You're going to have to find time and spaces to go process. There will be times where you'll feel overwhelmed emotionally because you can't solve the problem in the moment. You hoped you could, you thought you could, and you got to a situation where you just didn't know how to handle it. And maybe you didn't handle it the best. You need to take a little break. You need to separate yourself, allow your own nervous system to sort of settle down and recalibrate, breathe, and then process. Let yourself feel the emotions that come. And then, my friend, remind yourself of why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Look at that loved one from a distance. Look at them from across the room. Why are you doing what you're doing? It's out of profound care. It's out of profound love. It's out of compassion. It's probably also out of empathy. What would it be like to be them? What would it be like to be so dependent that you couldn't do anything on your own? Can't get in a car and drive when you're feeling frustrated or upset or mad. You can't just crank on the radio and dance and do your own thing. You always have to have assistance doing whatever it is that you wish to do in life. What would that be like? So as you contemplate that from a place of empathy and compassion, you'll process and then you'll land right back where you started in that place of gratitude that you've been given the opportunity and that heaven itself, the creator of all things, trusts you with the care and support and love of this very unique and amazing individual. And it's not going to be easy and you're going to need help and you're going to need assistance. You're going to need support. You're going to need some respite time and it's all perfect and it's all well. And by the way, it's also a very, very healthy processing. All of that is so healthy. Give yourself the chance to do that and congratulate yourself for being a hero to an earth angel. You've been chosen. It's not for everybody, but it is for you for such a time as this. So Big, huge hugs to you, blessings, much love to you, and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.